The Empowered Mothers Village is hosted by two soul-led mothers, Kayleen and Emma. This podcast is a real and authentic space where we share our experiences of raising conscious humans while providing you with tools and resources to navigate your own experiences. This podcast is an extension of our virtual village for those on the journey of conscious motherhood. We believe in creating a safe community to support you in rediscovering and trusting your authentic self. We hope you feel seen, heard, and supported as you listen. So, the moon is in Cancer? Yeah. And it goes into Leo, what, tomorrow? Maybe this afternoon. Okay, maybe, yeah. I should pull up um, the, um, of course, now I'm blanking on her name, but I'll find it when I pull it up on Instagram. Luminary Parenting? Yes. That one? <laughs> yep. It enters Leo tomorrow morning, like 1.36 a.m. Central oh, Time. Okay. So, um, have you noticed anything with this moon? Like, you or Robbie? Robbie's been more sensitive. Like, just, I mean, with... In general, but... Yeah, yeah. He's just sensitive in general. He's got a lot of Pisces energy. I don't know. I still feel very disconnected from all the cyclical stuff. Just being pregnant and then postpartum and, you know, only like three months into it, it's still like... Yeah, I Does totally... it impact me in some way? Probably. Do I know it? Not really. <laughs> I relate to that. I remember actually feeling that same way. Um, I think I'm still like kind of just getting back into real time, <laughs> like paying attention to things. I do remember probably when Khalil, about this time last year, well, he was almost a month last year, but in the very beginning, I kind of started paying attention to the moon again because I did notice that he, um, and I wouldn't notice it the day of, but like a couple days later, he'd be like, calm again. I'm like, oh, there was a full moon or, oh, the moon was here or whatever. Um, but I know it's like Khalil, he's a cancer son and he's been very like clingy the last couple of days. Like yesterday, he just, I think I texted at one point and I was like, he just, he's nursing a lot. Like every 30 minutes, he just came and suckled for a little bit and just wanted to be close to me. Um, and my other child, Forrest, has been on one, too. <laughs> he's been very... Well, he's a Capricorn moon. And he has definitely been on a... Not the happiest right now. Just very complainy. <laughs> it's like we had to have a conversation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As one would say. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of too... Not too early to notice it with Robbie, but he's just so little that he's pretty sensitive to everything but i i can't remember what i thought but when the moon was in aries which is where his moon was i was like oh that's he's yeah there's something going on there like i could feel it but yeah it definitely takes time to recalibrate or i don't know if it's just like a lack of energy to pay attention to it or there's so much going on that like you can't feel those more subtle uh nuances of it all yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's fun watching when you do have the space. Um, it's uh, it's fun to kind of pay attention to how it does affect your kids um, and your family. Like, just 
I mean, life in general, but especially with the kids. Um, I, I mean, I used to be a teacher, and so I remember around the full moons, it was literally crazy in the school. <laughs> it was nuts. Or, you know, daycare, and you've done daycare too. Like, those are those days where, like, the teachers are really wanting to pull out their hair. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so... But yeah, today, you know, that's our little intro into us talking about astrology. Um, and yeah, do you want to, I don't know, do you want to say anything? Sure. I can say words about astrology. So this isn't going to be like an astrology 101 introduction. We're going to talk more about our experiences with astrology and our experiences with astrology and parenting specifically. Yeah, we thought it would be fun to have a conversation um, as how, you know, about astrology. We do have a, we're going to be doing a workshop pretty soon. So that's going to be more where you can come and learn about astrology or if you're listening after this, something that's available. Um, But we just wanted to kind of, I mean, we love astrology and we could have endless conversations about it. And Emma is um, certified, trained, whatever you want to say. (laughs) What's the word? Um, In astrology. And so she is more of the... um, educational background I have more of like an experience (laughs) where I just learn on my own and stuff um but yeah I thought we thought it would be fun to kind of just talk about our experiences with it and how we've used it in parenting or a parenting journey and just just so you can kind of get a taste of how astrology can be used um rather than just like oh my son is here and that means I'm an Aries and I'm independent and feisty (laughs) um so yeah I think that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today I think too and hopefully this isn't me trying to dive into the deep end again but I'm a Scorpio through and through so I make no promises um, I think something just to note here for anyone who does know anything about astrology or human design, I kind of want to draw that difference, or at least what the difference is, in my opinion, in relation to this, in relation to using it for parenting. It, human design is all about the conditioning that we experience, or if we have kids, the conditioning we're not trying to put on them. I think astrology is a little bit different. And what the chart says is that it's not that the energies that are present play out in some way, no matter what, right? There isn't this like, like conditioned or unconditioned way of being. There's, I don't know, it's more on a spectrum than it is black and white. Not that human design is necessarily black and white, but there is that truth of there is the unconditioned state of this is how I'm meant to be and operate in my energy and work. Um, Whereas I feel like astrology is a little more flowy and on the spectrum of how that shows up for each person. And this is what I was trying to say in the horrible part that I was going to get out of it's on this spectrum and that's why it's really important to look at the experiences that you're having that the parent has that the child has when you're trying to interpret that energy it's not like you were just saying i'm an aries so i'm independent and feisty and blah 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 it's like also what 
what in life has made you that way? And it goes the same thing when you look at kids, like what experiences are helping shape that energy for them? So if both our kids have Aries moon, so I was going to say Khalil, but both our kids have them, like what are we doing that's contributing to that manifesting in a certain way? So there is, I guess, that conditioning piece of like how we parent the experiences the child has is going to shape that moon into a certain way. But I don't think it's like as easy as one, two, three. I don't know how they could put it. I don't think it's as simple as like, I think that's what's taught a lot. An Aries moon means this. A placement means this. And this is how it's going to show up. And it's like not that clear at all you could meet 15 Aries moons and they could all be totally different because the experiences that they have plays so much into that. And I mean, like we're talking about here and in all of our things, like the parenting that they're getting plays so much into that. And now that I'm saying that, is it really that much different from human design? I don't know. (laughs) Um, As you're talking, I kept thinking like human design is more of a blueprint. Um, It's more of like, you have this way that you're it's so human design if you're not familiar um is kind of like how your energy is here and how you're meant to um enter like interact with the world we're about to be on mom break (laughs) um and so hold on i've got a mom break (laughs) and we're back Um, should we share what we did on our mom breaks? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he, so he decided he was scared in his room by himself, which happens. He's just, I don't know, he's scared of things sometimes. And so he wanted to be out here, but I had to explain. We're recording. You have to stay in your room. Um, my microphone literally picks up everything. Um, but he didn't. He's like, I'm not setting one foot in my room. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Like you have to, you have to just go be in there for a little bit. It's not like it's a scary dungeon or something. It's a little bedroom in an apartment with all of this stuff. Um, and so anyway, I don't know how. I was like, why don't you draw pictures for your lemonade stand this weekend, and then you can sell them. <laughs> so now he's like, he like lit up. He's like, yeah, cool. It's all about wanting to make money. Um, and now he's out on the balcony doing it because he did not want to do it in his room. So he's out on the balcony. I can see him. So he, and he's safe. <laughs> but, but yeah. Anyway, that was mom break. Um, no, I don't remember what I was saying the whole time. What were we talking about? You're talking about human design being more of a blueprint. Oh yeah. So, um, cause yeah, it's all about your energy, how you're meant to interact with the world and like with others. Um, and it just, it's more of a map. I mean, like literally the body graph looks like a map, <laughs> like you can take these pieces and kind of figure out how to use them. Uh, I mean, astrology is kind of like that too in a way like you can look at certain aspects and like the 10th house to get clues for like you know career business and and other things too though but um yeah like you said they're they're similar but they're different um yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know what else i was gonna say 
I was watching things outside. <laughs> they just got back from their walk. Mm. Um, yeah. I think we can talk about... I, I think let's start with how we use it. I feel like that might be yeah. an easier place to kind of jump off from. Um, I have grown to not pay attention to anything that's currently happening partially that's being pregnant and like we were talking about in the intro just like not feeling things as much anymore so like looking at where the moon is all the time it just doesn't come up as much like I'm not as curious about it because I'm not feeling it as much um but I feel like in preparing to have a baby it came up a lot because you're sitting there wondering I mean if you're interested in these things I was sitting there wondering like what's my child gonna what's her truck gonna look like um, but it definitely came up a lot in, you know, what are my energies? What is kind of like my breakdown and how is that going to interact with another human being? Um, are we going to jive or not jive? And obviously like it's your kids. So you, you do to an extent, regardless of what the astrology is, but that I think is the biggest way that it's kind of shown up in my life. And I think for me over the past couple of years, it's just really helped me understand myself better. It's all, it's, it's all about validation. I mean, and that's my opinion. And that's definitely my Leo piece of me is like, it just validates me. It makes me feel good, but it helps you understand yourself because it's just another way to talk about you and and that and it's not for everyone but i think for me it just made sense and it clicked and i was like i understand how this is relevant to me or how these things show up for me and i don't think that's everyone's experience even if they're interested in the topic make sense yeah it absolutely makes sense um i don't remember if we said this but you and I both see astrology and human design and all these things as tools. We don't see them as like this faded destiny that you have to follow, blah, 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 blah. Like you're stuck with this kind of thing. It's more of a tool for um, like growth and self-awareness. I know for me, when I, I mean, I was raised Catholic. That sentence will come out of my mouth to like say why I'm so fucked up in certain things now <laughs> so many times <laughs> Um, but you know, like astrology is a big no, no, like it's this like evil thing. And so, you know, I did, I never even knew up until a few years ago, what astrology really was, you know, besides your sun sign, like, you know, look in the back of the teen magazine and you can look at your horoscope for the month. You know, that was my whole experience with it growing up and I didn't put much thought into it at all. Um, and then I started learning about it more. And then I had I, I had a reading done pretty much before I dove into astrology um, because I started getting interested. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to get a reading done because I kind of heard that's really the way to go because there's so much to it. And so it's really nice to just have someone lay it out for you, um, you know, with a, in about an hour or so, depending on... You're the person you do the reading with because they go so in-depth in a very little amount of time and they really make it make sense. Um, and I had the reading and I was like mind blown. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, I keep having to like give my kid thumbs up. Oh, no, he's sad that he's on the balcony. <laughs> like, um, and so 
But yeah, I had I had the reading done, and I was just like, holy crap, this is, like, real. <laughs> like, it made so much... I had so many aha moments about myself, and, like, like you said, that validation um, about... Oh, my gosh. It's knocking on the window now. I guess I'm on another mom break. <laughs> we'll pause the recording this time, too. Okay. We're back again. <laughs> Um, okay, so I was talking about my reading, um, but yeah, it was just, it gave me a lot of validation just about who I am, and especially in areas that I had kind of been, um, I don't want to say conditioned, but it just, like, like, let's say, for instance, like, my Uranus on my Ascendant, and it was so funny because... She, you know, she had done, we had never met, um, and she had done the reading beforehand, you know, just took my information and did it. So, like, this was our first time we were on Zoom, and she, like, started laughing because she's like, you might have, like, a uh, very, like, different appearance. Like, you might have colored hair. <laughs> like, my hair was, like, hot pink at the time. <laughs> so, like, she laughed because she's like, it's so accurate. Um... And just, like, things, like, it was, some of it was, like, little, but some of it was bigger where, like, okay, like, I had a hard time as a child, and I have now, have, have, have such a hard time, like, showing up, like, especially, like, as myself on Instagram. I can do it one-on-one -on -one with people and, like, in groups, like, I can be myself usually, but when it comes to things like that, like, I get very scared to put myself out there because of what I experienced as a child, and that, like, things like that show up in my chart. And I was just like, oh, okay. But, like, I'm also I'm here to show up, and I'm here to do these things. Um, so it almost gave me, like, or gives me, like, fuel. Like, it's one of those things, like, like, human design, too. Like, when you sit down and look at your stuff, like, you know you're here for a purpose. And I think we all have that in our chart in some ways, you know. Um, but it's going to resonate if it feels right for you. Um, like, I'm like, okay, but I have all these places that show, like, I'm, do I'm doing what I want to do is the right thing, if that makes sense, without too many words. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know, like, just, I'm sorry if you can hear my kid tapping. This is just mom life over here. Um, either Bobby will have a fun time editing it out, <laughs> or it will be here. Um, that's just mom life, and that's what we're here for. So, sorry, I get distracted because now I can watch him. It's fun watching him be in his own little world sometimes. <laughs> Does anyone else do that, to stare at their kids? It's like one of my favorite meditations is just sitting back and watching my kids, like, explore on their own. <laughs> it's a very good gratitude practice, too. So if you ever need a good gratitude practice, just sit back and watch your, observe your kids. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, so just having that reading done really, yeah, it just showed me a lot about myself, and so I do, I love learning about it for myself, um, but then I like using it for my kids because then I can kind of see how they're meant to be here, and like rather than um, condition them, I have a baby waking up. <laughs> Anyways, I'll pass it over to you, and then we'll see where it goes. Okay. But, yeah, 
it made me just think about, I mean, my baby's only three months old. So a lot of this, that doesn't apply to him, but you know, he's just eating, sleeping and pooping still. But I think it's really interesting to look at all those pieces, look at astrology. And I look at his human design too, and kind of sit with that and just think about like, how can I help him be the most authentic? That's the word I'll use, like authentic version of himself. And his chart has a lot to do with kind of like Kyleen, which is funny, um, being his own person, being an individual, being different, um, we're all, all those things, but he has a lot of Aquarius energy and really thinking about, I mean, again, he's three months old, but how can I encourage that? How can I encourage that in the future and help those qualities like come out? Because I mean, again, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just starting my parenting journey, but I feel like it's really easy to condition our kids without even knowing we're doing it. I think it's really easy to condition things out of them because we don't see them as things. We just, you know, life happens very quickly. Things happen very fast when you're a parent. And it's easy to, I think, miss things, even with the best of intentions. So I think now sitting with those pieces of who he may be and really trying to like hold the space for them and think about them and not be frustrated. I think it also helps like with kids. Um, we were talking about this when we were talking about human design, just like <laughs> they might be different than how we are or we were as children. Like this, my kid is going to be nothing like I was in terms of wanting things to be the same and consistent. <laughs> and some of that had to do with trauma for me, I think, but um <laughs> he's going to be very different in that way. And I think it just, it's just helpful information to have, to think about, to use, think anything that helps us or feels like it helps us become better parents and help helps us like foster our kids sense of themselves is a okay. In my book, I don't know why I'm being so weird. It's okay. Moon's headed into Leo. It's Leo season. That's just what we're here for. Um, no, I I agree with all of that for sure. Um, and I'll say like, I think Forrest was three when I first started getting into it. Yeah, he was three when I first started getting into astrology. And so, I mean, and I first kind of more focused on myself because you kind of have to figure like know what you're doing unless like if you have the funds and you can go pay for chart like readings for you and your kids like that's awesome um for me I didn't like wasn't able to do that so I did my own and I kind of dove in there because that's just kind of how I learn I have to see it work like for myself before I can be like fed it for other people right because <laughs> you know me if I like something I'm going to tell everybody about it <laughs> um but Oh, yeah, and I have an awake baby here, so he's nursing or something. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> you can hear him breathing. We're just on full mom mode over here today. That's okay. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> but, um, but and, you know, and so, like, I would look at Forrest's chart, and then I don't—I did do a reading with him. It was actually— 
I did a podcast. There's a podcast floating around out there with somebody in astrology, and so we looked at his chart on the podcast, um, and then I did a reading with her as well, and that just showed me a lot. And I mean, I think a lot of it does can play into conditioning because I have like I look at Forrest and he's not like I remember actually talking to her who did the first reading because I was worried about him like especially talking about like preschool which I never ended up doing or like school or anything but him getting shoved in a box and like trying to like people expecting him to show up in a certain way that fits society standards, like being quiet in a store, which is not my child. <laughs> like, um, and you know, then he was three, and now I notice now that he's six, I'm starting to expect him to be a certain way, and I'm like, this is not my child. This is just literally not who he is and who's he, who he's here to be. And so, it's I just always remind myself like it's literally not how like. He has this intense energy. He's a Scorpio sun, a Scorpio mercury, a Leo rising. Like, he's loud and he's intense. And finding ways for me to work with the energy so that I can let him be himself, but, like, also helping him. Like, because one thing with astrology that I don't think we've mentioned yet is, like, there's not good or bad, but there is, like... I mean, even positive negative isn't the greatest wording for it, but there are high vibrations, low vibrations of each sign and plate, like how, and not, but yeah, you know, you know what I mean. And if you're listening, hopefully you know what I mean. <laughs> um, you know, there's high vibrations, low vibrations, and we want to find the balance. You can be like, there's such thing as like too independent and not independent enough. And, you know, we want to find that balance of, being someone who can be independent but also lean on others um and so and that's just like so I want to help him find the right balance of those energies so that he's not this like you know like so intense that he's like constantly putting people off in a very bad way but learning I don't know how this is (laughs) it's an energy that's hard to work with as a parent but you know, I don't want to turn him into just this obedient kid. And that's it. For me, it is hard because I used to be a teacher. So I still have all that just conditioning in a way like of how kids are supposed to be and how I was raised. And so I'm constantly working on it. And it is very hard. Like it's been a very hard year for us. And so having this tool like astrology just constantly helps me kind of come back. I can look at his chart and be like, okay. Well, how can we work with this? And that's why I love talking to you about it, because you're like, hey, let's, you know, maybe look at his Mars and what house that is. Um, But yeah, that's kind of just a little bit of how it's shown up for me as a parent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My turn. Um, And of course, everything I was going to say just goes right out of my brain. But yeah, I... (sighs) First of all, I was just the first thing I was going to say was that you're doing a really good job by even acknowledging those pieces and his intense energy from one Scorpio to another. Like, I feel jealous. Like, my little inner child feels jealous sometimes because I'm like, they just tried to condition that out of me, all the sensitivity, all the intensity. And the thing is, uh, in terms of conditioning, none of that stuff goes away, it just goes dark. 
or it goes hidden or it goes whatever word you want to use. Um, it's still there. It just becomes harder to access. And it starts to feel like it's not okay to feel those things. Like I felt for so long, it's not okay to be intense. It's not okay to have a lot of feelings, right? Again, conditioning can happen, I think, way easier than I want to say it can, because that means I give my parents some <laughs> grace. <laughs> but yeah, there's just so much to work with within it and it isn't good or bad or black or white or positive and negative it's, it's what I was trying to say before of like the spectrum like there's somewhere to be in the middle right there's you don't want to be too independent or too needy you don't want to be too individualistic that you can't like also get along with people there's these balances and places kind of in the middle that bring the best parts of each energy to life, right? You don't want to be too sensitive, but you don't want to be too cold. You got to be somewhere in the middle of those things. And I think those are pieces that we can help foster in ourselves and in our kids too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, now I don't remember what I was going to say. Um, yeah, I think there's just, I mean, there's so much to it. I mean, every aspect of life shows up in astrology. Um, you know, aggression, communication, love, romance, friendships, community. <laughs> like, it. Okay, let's put you down. You want to go play? Sorry. Um, it all shows up in astrology, which can be overwhelming, and I think that's where we can get stuck with thinking, like, it has to be certain ways because of our chart, but it, yeah, it doesn't. Um, I don't remember. Now I don't remember where I was going with that. But I think that's why it's a great tool because when you are struggling in certain areas, especially like as a parent, when you're brushing up against your kid on something, you can use it as a tool. Say, okay, this is what we're experiencing. Let's go look at the charts, like my chart and my kids' chart, so I can see how it works for me. But then I can understand how it works for them. And then using that, like, like let's say aggression. Um, I say maybe, and because we are going to be doing this workshop, maybe we could pull up our charts and look and just actually talk about a couple placements or something, so that we can actually like show more like how so that way anyone listening can kind of get more insight like an inside glimpse as to like how we actually use it um if that makes sense but you know I think it's one of those tools that you can then you can just use in so many different ways like there's some things that are just going to be easy and you might not need to look at your chart or especially as a kid like I don't need to look at my kid's love life <laughs> like how love I mean in a sense that actually though I can like I can look at different aspects and see how they might accept love like want love want connection because we also that are, are those are things that we want to foster young um so that it's easier for them as an adult because over here let's just say that's not the easiest thing for me as a single mom of two kids with two different dads I make fun of myself it's okay trauma response no anyway hi okay we're just yeah we just have 
babies climbing on high chairs. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not ready for that. Um, I was going to say, yeah, we can pull up some places in our own charts or if we want to talk about places in our kids' charts or things like that. But what you said about the bumping up thing made me just think of something because I feel like me and my child bump <laughs> up emotionally a lot. Like he's, um, he's, it's, it's an odd combination in his chart. Like he's very sensitive, but he's also has that Aries moon. So he's very independent. And I feel like that switches on and off. And you might also have that experience because you have a cancer baby who has an Aries moon. Um, but I feel like that bumps up against my, my is it my chart? I don't know. Or is it just my trauma where I'm like, be sensitive and, and need me. But sometimes he just wants to be independent and he's okay. Even as a little baby. Um, so I think it's interesting. And that's kind of what we were saying before, where you can go and look at the chart and it helps me to remember like not to condition him and not to put my own stuff onto him and let him be independent when he wants to be independent as much as he can for a three month old baby. But in the ways that he likes to, like, since he was born, he likes his space. Not all the time, but sometimes he just doesn't want to be held. He just wants to hang out. Um, so that's a good reminder. Yeah. I know. Is that crazy? How like, a three-month-old shows their energies already like <laughs> it's just yeah I don't know yeah my Aries moon is very I don't know independent and feisty definitely that feisty like when he's upset you know just like just like here it's like you know when they're upset <sighs> what's in your mouth now <laughs> always something Oh, and the Scorpio wants to come in. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, but yeah, I mean, what placements... What would you want to talk about if we look at charts? Anything. You don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, what would... Um. Let's say, like, if you're, well, just as parents, what do you think? I mean, we could go basic and do sun, but that's yeah. boring. <laughs> no one cares about your personality. My Uranus says it's boring. <laughs> no. um, I'm trying to think, like, I mean, we have our sun, moon, and rising, which are very good and basic signs. What's something else, though, that might come up in parenting that... I mean, there's the aggression or communication or love, like. Yeah, I would say communication. So Mercury or Mars, which can be aggression. I usually say like energy. I'm going to start with Mars and then I can backtrack to Mercury just because I have the Mars thoughts at the front of my brain. Um, well, like we were talking about this the other day. So Mars, I think, especially with kids, it's like, how do they need to outlet their energy? It's true for adults, right? Like that's going to be how you show up every day and want to move your energy physically. And, you know, like I'm a Leo and I definitely, my Mars is in Leo and I definitely like to be. Khalil's Mars is in Leo. I definitely like to be the center of attention and, um, you know, like I have some, for sure, some of those Leo, Leo qualities 
um, when it comes out. And definitely as a kid, I can see how not like when I needed to move my energy and my feelings, not being centered, not being seen, definitely like amped up that Leo insecurity for me. Um, so like how to outlet that. And we were talking about that with Forrest, um, <laughs> how to like move out that energy for them. So the sign that it's in is going to be kind of, you know, the information that you need to know how to help your kid kind of move through their energy. My babies is in Pisces and I don't even know what that means. Pisces is so confusing to me. Sometimes I say that as a Pisces rising and I think that's like built into the energy. It is, it's like, you know, spiritual and mystical and not able to see things clearly. And sometimes I think that shows up, um, but that's Mars. So like energy moving it through and Mercury's communication. And I think there's so much in there about communication style that you can take from the sign. Um, I already, I don't know if I see it more. He's three months old. He doesn't talk or he doesn't communicate, but how does he communicate? Um, I can see that it sometimes takes him the time and his Mercury's in Taurus and Mercury's in Taurus are notorious for being a little slow and taking their time and like processing things through. Um, and I can see that in him sometimes. So I think those are two really big ones that get overlooked and especially in kids, there's no need to focus on the sun sign. I mean, you can look at it. It's important. I think you can see the qualities in it, but that really doesn't come to life until they hit like middle school age because their personality I'm using quotation marks and astrology doesn't really come alive until the peer pressure comes into play until they're looking at their friends and they're like, how do I interact? How do I show up? How do I kind of do that? It also kind of goes back to some of the conditioning pieces, like they're a kid, they're a kid, they're a kid, they're a kid. And they're like really in their energy of all their other placements, more authentic, more in their rising in their soul. And, you know, I think there's a certain point where that changes for each kid. It doesn't always have to be that middle school age, but if it hasn't happened by that point, middle school will definitely do that for you. Make you think about how to be, how to act. What are my friends doing? Da, 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 da. And more of that sun sign kind of comes out and gets developed. It's probably why I struggle to have friends. <laughs> so it was a very intense Scorpio. <laughs> I'm so interested about that. And especially more as he grows and you see that in your own child because I feel like I already, like, Forrest, he's only six, but definitely. I mean, he's a Leo rising, so there's some of those qualities are similar, I think. But I definitely see the, like, Scorpio intenseness already. But I don't know. And then, I mean, Khalil is very shy. He's a Cancer, but he's an Aries rising, so... And I'll say this, it's not like it doesn't matter or it doesn't exist. It's just in terms of parenting, I don't think it's the most important piece to assist with or try to parent from. Because um, it. it's like, it's going to be there no matter what, and it's going to come more alive for sure as they got, get older. But, you know, they, their personality is their personality. It's kind of unchanged. The way that they, like, exert their energy, the way that they show their emotions, those things there's a lot more of that like work to do in childhood as Kylie shakes her head because 
What's happening? Camille crawled over to the balcony where Forrest is out there. And so now they're both banging on the windows at each other. And Forrest has to come in. So I have to go let him in. <laughs> but, um, he could get it and he just knows he's not supposed to come in. So, anyway. Um, I was going to say something though and I want to say it before I forget. Um... Well, how about, will you tell me, because Forrest has his Mars in Libra, so, yeah, his Mars in Libra, and it's, do you want to know what house it's in? Sure. No. I can't remember, I just Does he care it. about things being fair that much? Yeah, um, so it's in the third house, um, okay, yes, um, I'm trying to think how to word it. He want he turns everything into a competition, but he always wants like he wants to win. I don't know if that's this, but like it's like things don't have to be a competition. But when they're playing, if he's playing with multiple kids, there's always one that he will like gravitate towards, and then one that he'll be like, oh, they're fighting with my friend. They're doing this to my friend. They're not being fair. I gotta go over there, but. Okay. Yeah, I got. I have thoughts. Um, I also wonder too, to some extent, with because you have Aries energy, you're an Aries sun. Um, I wonder if his Libra, Mars, that there's just that like banging of heads that's also creating the drive in competition because. I mean, some of that's true in Libra, I think, to an extent, and just cardinal signs in general. But I wonder if he's more. I know what happens with other people, not just you, but you know, his relationship with you informs everything. So if there's that being played off of, I think it's really interesting in the third house. I mean, that's Gemini, right? So all about that communication and yeah, communication. So I had a feeling my baby's screaming now. Um, I had a feeling about that for him. I didn't know it was in the third house, but I feel like how do I want to say this without it? I don't, I feel like it's a feeling of course, and not to make it articulate with words. I feel like he needs to communicate his energy. Well, that's just true because he loves to talk and that's probably a little Leo, but like, he loves to talk. And I think that is going to be, and you already know this and it's he already does it, but like he needs to outlet the energy through his mouth probably and not just through his body especially because uh, it's yeah. an air house air sign mm. it's probably why he talks so much i mean he's also a six-year-old boy like they talk but knowing him and the way that he goes about things yeah it makes sense and it's funny because we had a couple of days recently where we were more at home and it was like nonstop and I'm like, please stop. <laughs> so that makes sense. Okay. There's also just that, and I say this for like, I don't, I'm not saying this about forests. I'm saying this like with myself in mind, but, um, I think air energy sometimes just in and of itself doesn't have the social awareness to like read cues and be like this is not a good time to talk like when they want to talk they want to talk it does not matter um my husband's gonna edit this 
but he's like that too he's like i've got something on my mind and i need to get it out there isn't a lot of like you know air's not like the emotional sensitive feeling element it's like no i have this idea i have this thought like let me communicate it let me get it out let me put it into action or like into the air literally um so i can see that being true too for him okay no that's yeah it's very true everything you've said so far so i mean this now this is where we then take it and explore as parents because now how do i because there's things that whether it's society or not like there's things like as an adult you have like you have to learn how to you know what i'm trying to say like you yeah there's still like not rules i don't want to say rules but like you know where it's politeness or rudeness like there's those social cues like you said so like i don't want to like yeah do you understand you know like i understand what you're saying how they might be but then help them i mean because that would be like an excessive excess whatever the word is (laughs) excessive energy right so like but we can help them balance it maybe right yeah and i think it's also just about in the terms of balance it's about finding the way that works for them and helps support all the other parts of themselves um because that probably also doesn't feel good for him right like when something's like overactivated or overworking in our charts it usually doesn't feel good it's compensating for something else um i think you asked a really good question i think it's a really big question and it's gonna be specific to the child and the placement and the parent all of it but you're right like he has to learn social cues everybody has to learn social cues like it's not you can't just talk all the time and not listen to other people there has to be the space for that um and you know this is like the hard thing about answering these questions because like i'm not a developmental specialist so like you also have to make it like age appropriate so what's age appropriate for forest like how can you I don't want to say set boundaries, but like, this is your time to talk. When I'm in this state, this is whatever. Like, if I'm doing, not that he can't talk to you when you're doing certain things, but like, or do you create a space every day, every hour, (laughs) as much as he needs it? Like, you just get to tell me all the things. You just get to tell me all your ideas and all your thoughts. Because I think part of the the air thing is urgency. And I just want to get it out and finding ways to help him do that. But also, like, that has to be contained. Because it's not always going to be appropriate to. That makes so much. Yeah. But all of that makes so much sense. Like, and it. This is why I love astrology, because, like, I just learned this in like five minutes so much that can actually like help me (laughs) i'm laughing as you get ready to feed a baby (laughs) um but you know we're just like yeah like i said we're in full-on mom mode today and this is just what you're gonna get sometimes and we can't not we're not gonna not show up just because 
we're busy moms so we're just gonna make it work for us but yeah like that's why I love astrology because I just learned so much about my kid and like have the val not well his validation right and I have now I'm oh this might be why like it's literally how he came into this world and now because of that now I can be like okay how can we use that how can we take that and help him to balance that um and then it made me laugh because I don't remember where I heard this is somewhere teaching wise or something but there was a teacher that used to have a post you know how kids and like they love to tattle especially in like kindergarten and that's the age that I like student taught in and wanted to teach um there was a teacher who put a picture of the president on the wall and so when they wanted to tattle they had to go tell the president instead of come to the teacher because <laughs> in kindergarten like that's literally half the day sometimes is like kids just coming and tattling about things that don't matter so like I've heard rules like unless somebody that I don't know like someone's bleeding someone this or that like then you don't need to come tell me but yeah, there was a teacher that put a picture of the president, so they'd go home and be like, I talked to the president today. <laughs> like, like, maybe something like that, but I don't know. Because no. sometimes, yeah, like you mentioned, he, like, the um, talking and not listening, we are going through that right now, and I am sitting here. I've been trying to, like, I've talked to, you know, within, sorry, got to see if they're playing safely. <laughs> You know, at T-H-E-R-A-P-Y, I still don't like talking about him when he's right here. He's not listening. But um, I brought that up today at his session, and she didn't really give me anything. And now, within five minutes of talking about astrology, I have a way better, like, idea of how we can, like, why and how we can maybe move forward with it so and also I want to say like using it with parenting like I don't know if any of this can be edited out so if you hear all of this and I hope you're okay with it um I'm just gonna make a caveat the therapist in me wants to say it's it's I think it's a therapist and not the therapy um I feel like she could be giving you more um, to help you with that because, you know, she's working with him, but you know, that has to translate into your relationship with him as well. But that's another story. Um, I think something specifically about him and not him, but like what we were just talking about with Mars and the air and stuff, like they have to learn how to listen because they like to talk and they're very good at talking, right? It's, it's, coming to understand both sides of communication, which communication isn't just talking. It's also listening. Um, so that could even be it too. Maybe the emphasis isn't on regulating his talking. It could be that, but also how can you create spaces for him to listen? And this is like, I'm applying it to forest, but like this applies to anyone who feels like this, um, spaces for him to also work on that skill of listening um, and I'm not thinking just like, I need you to go do this, you know, don't do this, don't do that or do this like that way. Cause that's probably not the space, but like, 
in other ways. So he understands how to like activate that muscle almost. And then know that it applies to not hitting your brother or, you know, whatever it may be. It's very loud over here. Um, yeah. As you're literally talking about listening, do I have anyone who's doing that? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, I agree about what you said about therapy, too. Um, and that's why I know sometimes with that, I think it can be a great tool, but sometimes I know that it takes finding the right fit, and I don't know if we have that right now. Um, but it's still better than nothing in the moment. He loves it. That's really all that matters, kind of, sometimes. <laughs> but, um, okay. but, yeah, I don't know. I just love that it's just such a good tool because, too, as a parent, it, when you learn something, like, I literally just learned that. Like, I know his chart, but I don't know enough about it. I have, like, the one reading that I should go back and read the notes for and stuff, but... There, you're just always learning, like learning more. You know, you're out. There's always more for you to learn or take in, or learn in a different way, or apply it in a different way. And different phases of life are gonna show you different areas that you didn't care about a year ago. I don't know if you can hear me over my laughing baby. <laughs> um, but it helps you too. Like we talk about, like when we talk about like the leaps or something like sometimes just knowing what is going on helps you accept it like the baby phase like sometimes just knowing that that first year is going to be hard and tiring like that you can accept it a little easier knowing it's going to pass or knowing that there's a reason for it like or teething they might be really fussy but you know they're teething there's a reason for it it's easier to accept so then knowing something like that in their chart can be easier to accept it. Not all the time, not when you're out at the store and <laughs> things are going crazy, then it's a little, you know, but then you can go home and accept it. But um, I don't know, we should probably wrap up pretty soon. I was just about to go down a whole nother rabbit hole of society and how hard it is to then take this information and go out and actually hold hold on to it like does that make sense that's that's a whole nother conversation though so i'll save that i think because <laughs> i feel like we could talk a whole nother episode about that we could and it is i will say just a little bit about it in response to that. i think it's really hard to look at things like this and then take them and put them into practice just because especially, you know, talking about listening, like the example that we've been using there, there's expectations and things of children and society and the way that they should act, um, should, you know, that has enough. I don't need to put quotation marks around that. <laughs> Not saying we agree with those things, but yeah, it makes it harder to kind of just apply. Um, most people, and society are not trying to raise their kids in their most authentic fashion or to align with their true selves or their design or whatever word you want to put on it. Most people aren't doing that. And society is definitely not crafted and organized to allow for that. So it can definitely make it harder. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I know we could, like, talk about all of this for forever. I don't know how long we've actually been talking with all of our mom breaks <laughs> mom life today, but... Um, <laughs> hopefully, we'll see. We'll see how this one comes out. Um, but, yeah, I know we could talk about astrology all day, and... Is there anything you want to add? Are you okay if I wrap it up? Okay, you're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think we just wanted to have this conversation because we keep talking about astrology ourselves, but we are going to be doing a workshop in September 2022. So if you're listening to this before... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can you help him out, please? Boris, can you help him out of there, please? Okay. <laughs> Bobby, you're going to have a hell of an episode to edit here. <laughs> okay, one second. Hi. Hi. So, anyway. Um, but, yeah, we will be doing a workshop on astrology and parenting Um in September and so we wanted to have this conversation just to kind of give you an insight as to how it's shown up for us how we've used it in parenting and how you can also use it so we'll see if this episode is even salvageable <laughs> um, I'm not no, so hope, sure it is yeah I don't know we'll figure it out uh, well you know what we're gonna post it anyway because there was good stuff in here and if you mm-hmm. can't stand to listen to it then we apologize and you can listen to a future one um but yeah just i don't know what i'm trying to say yeah we hope that it gave you some insight especially if you're newer to astrology or newer to you know using it as a tool for parenting Hopefully it showed you a little bit, and then we'd love to see you at the workshop, so come check out our Instagram at Empowered Mothers Village and share with somebody. I don't know. Share, like, subscribe. (laughs) No, but, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you're listening and find us on Instagram at Empowered Mothers Village. We also have our membership, which includes monthly community circles on Zoom, a safe space to bring your experiences, where we also host occasional workshops and more. If you resonate with the show, we'd love to have you join. You can find all the details and more in the show notes.